Welcome to the Spooky Stoners Podcast. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Dina. Thank you for joining us from far, far away. I'm here now. Did you Uh, see me run so far? Oh yeah, you totally ran. (laughs) On this podcast, we talk about witchy and spooky shit that we love to talk about and hopefully you love to listen to. And as the title of our podcast suggests, we do this all while smoking some pot. Pot. So, buckle up, honey bun, and let's go. Honey bun. Dude, I used to, okay, so they're like fake honey buns or some shit. Because the honey buns of today are not the honey buns from when we were kids. I don't know. They're not as, like, moist. Well, I mean, it... it, Every time I get a honey bun now, it's, like, dry as fuck. And it's like... You know, you know that noise. Like in the back of your throat, all the goop. Yeah, no, I think it's just... They used to be, like, cakey, almost. Oh, for a second there, my brain was like honey buns and cinnamon buns. Those are totally different things. They are totally different because cinnamon buns you can make yourself. Yeah. Honey buns are like a brand. Yeah, got it. And I'm saying that the honey buns of today are not the same as the honey buns of the 1900s. You could have just got a different um, name brand. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I think they changed the recipe or there's a Mandela effect. Maybe. On honey buns. Maybe. Because I used to remember like the middle being like wet okay like with icing and stuff yeah and now it's like oh you got monkeys out there i know it sounds like monkeys monkeys. (laughs) the cats are fighting or playing they're playing right now uh quinn's playing yeah kuo's probably less playing no actually they play around a lot now they're starting to get better i didn't think it was going to happen while you were here because you're here and heaven forbid there being a stranger in my house yeah even though you come here every week he's fine he just doesn't like it when i walk by him or stare at him. Or look at him. Or, or breathe. No, he's okay with me breathing and being absolutely still. Which is fair. Mm-hmm. I, too, am like that around new people. Yeah. Now, I have been over here multiple times and literally fed him. Yeah. Before. But that's fine. It takes a while for some people to warm up. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, he'll get in my lap. It might take five years. But okay. I got time. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. I can go home and cuddle cats. He doesn't have time. He's already seven. No, maybe not. Then. No, he could. He got plenty of time. Also, oh my gosh, I didn't realize he was seven. Yeah, he's seven. Wow. I don't know why I thought he was like only three. Because he's a small kitten. I mean, he's a small cat. Huh. I don't know. I don't know. He, I feel like uh, Maggie's the same size as him. He's just fluffier. Yeah. Maggie's three. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought he was much younger than he is. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, seven, because it was a long time ago. He's a mature adult now. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And then you got a kitten. That was a little bit my fault. Eh, (laughs) it's fine. Um, Are you looking at me expectantly? No. So that I can start my tirade? I mean, you can. I can start it. I just want to stay in the Everglades haze. Yeah, we're really high. This is episode number two that we're recording, and so we have twice the weed in us. Yeah, I'm not like really high. I'm just a little bit higher. You're just a little bit on a cloud? Yeah. Everglade Haze is aptly named Mm -hmm. as far as like haze. Like I see the haze. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh. Yeah, see? Yeah, see. see. Maybe we are a a touch stoner, more stoned than I was a bit ago. Yeah. But that's okay, because we should raise our energy anyway to talk about dun dun dun, dun 
the first full moon of the year. Got it. So we talked about the first new moon, setting intentions, tidying up, things like that. Clean your altar that Clean your I altar. did not. That's okay. It's it's also literally the worst time of the year. Yeah. This is the shits. It sucks. It's yeah. dark all the time. It's 3.30 in the afternoon right now, and it's already sunset. Like, yeah. how are we supposed to be functioning? Fuck it all. Don't do any of this if you don't feel like it. Go to bed. Take a nap. None of this matters. Meditate on it. It's not like with sleep. It's not like at church where they're going to be like, hey, you didn't volunteer all of January. Did you notice? And it's like, yeah, because uh, you're supposed to get two more hours of sleep a night in January because of the darkness. So uh, I spent that time sleeping. Yeah. Sorry. Not sorry. So yeah, don't clean your altar if you don't want to. But if you did, on the new Gold moon, star. Cool. Good for you. Way to be better than us. Both of us, because neither of us did it. Nope. I'll do it in spring when things come back to life, like my will to live and my energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to be talking about the full moon um, January 25th. Okay. Uh, this is the cold moon or the wolf moon. Surprise. Shock. Cold. I know. What? It's cold. Uh, by the time this airs, it will have been last week that the terrible cold snap went through. Yeah. And I bet it was awful because it it's probably is. We're before it right now, and it's projected to be quite terrible. Something I saw something that said pipe bursting weather. Yeah. So, as of right now, the sun was like hitting my deck, and it felt really nice. Yeah. This is the calm before the storm that, by the time you listen to this, will have already unleashed. We might be frozen dead. Yes. <laughs> probably not. I have a good heater. So this, uh, our first moon of the year, our first full moon of the year is in Leo, which is cool because it's kind of like, you know, I'm coming out. Leo's a fire sign. I'm coming yeah, out. Yeah. That's what I like. I want the world to know. It's the vibes. So, you know, you spent your new moon kind of setting your intentions for the year and stuff like that. Now's a good time to do any kind of spell work that you like. I would say especially re-blessing things that you keep around like spell jars okay stuff like that it'd be a good time to do that um because it's just you know like a annual cleaning stuff um and especially with your whatever your intentions are for the year it's a good time to focus on those and do any sort of i'm not preliminary or preventative, but like preemptive spell work, I guess. Like the beginnings of your spell work for the year. Okay. If you have any kind of big goals or projects going the on. The prologue? Right. So like say your project is uh, to make $100,000 this year. Got it. Like That's maybe, always my goal. Right. Like maybe this full moon you do a, you bless your uh, budget for the okay. year. Or something like that. Got it. To kind of keep things... Oh, God, that sounds horrible. What? Doing a budget for the whole year? I know. I do it for the month, y'all. Yeah. But I know, especially when people are, like, really getting their finances tight, people will do them for the whole year because you should. Damn. I'm b behind the game. I, I thought I was doing good because I did, like, monthly budgets. Yeah. I know. That just makes me sick to my stomach. You're also supposed to have, like, what, three months of pay backed into some saving account somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, who has that yeah three to six months yeah that's <laughs> i'm on baby step number one yeah where i have a thousand in my savings account and now i have to pay out my credit cards but then i used my credit cards for like christmas 
Yeah, hello. And I was supposed to cut them, but I ain't fucking cutting those shit. Yeah, nope. what if you need them? <laughs> uh, yeah, what if I need them? What if I'm broke one day and I need some good? Any what if I need all. to take care of myself? Yeah. I so... need a me day, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah, your spell work um, manifestation, obviously. It's a full moon. You can do that any old full moon. Um, this one specifically, though, just because it is in fiery Libra, it's a really good time to kind of set your tone. Libra or Leo? Leo. That's what I meant to say. Okay. Things about me. Really. Hey, I remember. I remember. What's cool about it, too, is so the, the moon is in Leo, which is fire. And then the sun is in Aquarius, which is air. Yeah. But like Leo and Aquarius are kind of. I can't remember the word right now because I've had too many drops. But um, they're opposites, but not. Yeah, fire and air. Yeah, they're like, they're buddies. They control, e- they balance each other. Okay. Kind of. So like You would think that like right, well, Aquarius would be like the, the hike man or the hype. But what the frick word? Hype. Yeah, the hype man for Leo. Yeah, it's kind of the opposite. So Aquarius is very much like. I think of Aquarius as like superstars, but they don't want to be. Okay. And Leo wants to be a superstar. Oh. And so Leo's like, oh my gosh, Aquarius, you know what we could do? We could do all these really cool things and it would be so amazing. And Aquarius is like, you need to control yourself a little bit. (laughs) Like you need to calm down. That's not pragmatic. We can still be superstars without doing all that. And Leo's like, what? Like we don't need fake eyelashes to be superstars? Are you sure? No, thank you. Are you positive? And yeah, Aquarius is like, absolutely not. <laughs> we don't need fake eyelashes. No. That sounds uncomfortable. So they kind of balance each other out because they're buddies. They have the same kind of goals, but they go about it very different ways. Yeah. <laughs> like they're going to get everything that they want some way or another. But Leo just does it a totally different way than Aquarius does. Yeah. Leo is like chaos and Aquarius is like. I'd say Sagittarius is a little bit more chaos and Leo is just a little bit more like, you're going to give me what I want because you're going to give me what I want. Okay. A little bit like Libra. Yeah. It was sounding very Libra. But trait you can add to the Leo full moon or use is uh, the fiery romance side of it. Speaking of sex. Got it. Um, So relationships and partnerships, um, creativity and romance and things like that. It's a good time to... Like, I don't know, if your goal for the year is to work on your marriage, do that or Got leave. It. But whatever, it's fine. Do whatever you want. Da, da, da. <laughs> um, so some good crystals and herbs for this full moon are peridot. Okay. Um, citrine, uh, carnelian. Any of those yellowy orange or red stones are good for Leo energy. Okay. Um. Some good herbs are sunflower, citruses or marigolds, and lemon balm. Um, again, orange stuff. Okay. Um, and then I have a little, a little suggestion. Okay. For your full moon spell specifically. Okay, because I'm Aquarius. No. Oh. There is a I I found a losing lottery ticket banishing spell. Ugh. Yeah, that's so, what I need. Yes. So what you do is you take your losing ticket. Okay. Right? And you um put a smoky quartz on it, like for the day, probably overnight, as okay. the first night of the full moon. And then the next evening, under the light of the full moon, take it out and burn it. Okay. And like if you have a fire safe bowl or a grill or something or a fire pit, wherever you burn shit. Yeah. Um, And you can say something, you know, like. Uh, Fuck off. Yeah. Well, this one, this said, 
my good fortune is renewed in the cleansing light of the full moon. So basically what it is is it's saying, I'm not getting any more of these losing tickets. I banish these. Okay. And then you go buy a new one. Got it. And it better not be a loser. Yeah. Or you will banish it again. Keep on banishing you. Yeah. So I thought that was, when I saw that in, when I was doing my research for this full moon in particular, and I mm-hmm. saw that spell, I was like, ah, oh, Lindsay needs that one. Because that's a pretty simple spell. You just light it on fire and you tell it, uh, no, that's not the type of vibes we bring in in here. Nope. Only good vibes. Yep. We're trying to win the lottery. Only money vibes. Because then vibes. You could even, too, use the ashes of that for something. Yeah. To, like, maybe, I don't know what. Yeah, I was like, no. Uh, no. You could sprinkle them. You could go into wherever you buy your lottery tickets and, like, secretly sprinkle them somewhere in there. Like, to banish it from Aww. crossing the threshold that of poor, the counter. That poor clerk <laughs> has to sweep it up. What the hell kind of ashes did someone sprinkle in here? Oh, my God. My grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was about to be like. Someone fucking He loved this store. <laughs> he came here every morning. You haven't noticed? He hasn't been here in 12 days. You didn't even notice. He talked about your wife, dude. Did he now? What? <laughs> that was that woman in the back of the funeral. Oh, my God. Probably. Grandpa, you sly dog. <laughs> this has gone way off of topic. Yeah. You can shoot. Look at all of these years of improv classes that we took. Yeah. Just totally coming in handy. Finally. Yeah. My grandmother would be so proud. Good job. She'd be like, not only did the dumb improv classes I make you take pay off, but you're also listening to all the shit that I told you. If my bank it's not crispy, crispy enough, I'm a puke. Yeah. Yeah. You can't drink energy drinks. Like, Mm-mm. nothing. You can't even have tea. No. Like, so, yeah. I can uh-huh. barely do dairy. So, pretty much, yeah. Definitely not drinking. Yeah, no. How did we get here? What were we even talking Something about? Talking about ashes. Ashes to ashes. Yeah. The yeah. full moon. That's what we were talking yeah. about originally. Man, yeah. that was a while ago we were talking about that, huh? Yeah. Whole, I don't know, something. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole something there. But yeah, this is the first full moon of the year. Use the energy or don't. Eh. Take a nap. Take a nap. That's fine, too. Um, simple stuff, as always, is, you know, take a bath. Moon yeah. bath. Yeah. Put some moon water out, diffuse it. Definitely need to warm it up, though. Yeah, just make some ice cubes. Make some moon ice cubes. What else could you use moon water for? I'm cleaning with it. You could put salt water in it and use it as your yeah. spray. Ghost be gone spray. Your ghost be gone spray. Oh my gosh, that's the the uh under the bed monster spray. Yeah. Oh my god. That's yeah, just salt water. Got him. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, is it my turn? It is your turn. I'm all done talking about the full moon cuz now y'all know. Now you know. Today, we are talking about the Bermuda Triangle. Yes! <laughs> I love the Bermuda Triangle, because what the fuck is going on? It's crazy. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. What is going on? So, in case you've never heard of the Bermuda Triangle. You her. probably live in it then. Yeah, maybe. Weirdo. We will start. At the beginning, with the Bermuda Triangle as a region in the western part of the North Atlantic Ocean, in which ships, planes, and people are alleged to have mysteriously vanished. Ooh. Ooh. 
some, sometimes called Devil's Triangle, Limbo of the Lost, the Twilight Zone, or Hoodoo Sea. The Bermuda Triangle covers some 500,000 square miles of the Atlantic Ocean. Even though the boundaries are not universally agreed upon, the Bermuda Triangle is known to have a triangular shape, which figures, since triangle is in the name, <laughs> it reaches approx- approximately from the coast of Miami to Bermuda to the island known as Greater Anna- Antilles or Puerto Rico, depending on who you ask. In the past, most Mostly in the last 500 years, at least 50 ships and 20 aircrafts have vanished in the triangle, nearly all without a trace. The Bermuda Triangle received its name in February of 1964 when Vincent Gaddis wrote an article titled The Deadly Bermuda Triangle for Argosy Magazine. Are you paying attention to me? Yeah, I'm also looking at a map of the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, okay. I was like, are you playing apps on your phone? No, I'm looking at the Bermuda Triangle because I have I do better with a map. Okay. That's why I like fantasy novels. There's usually a map. There is a map. Maps are fun. Yeah. I love going on Google Maps and just walking around places. You've seen me do that. Yeah, we've done that a tons while mm-hmm. at work. You can go to the other uh, job. Snorkeling in Coral Reefs. On Google Maps. Oh, that's really awesome because I'm never actually going to do that. Yeah, because there's like itty bitty jellyfish that'll totally fuck your shit up. Yeah. Well, it's more like I don't like the sound of my own breathing. Oh, yeah. And that's all that is diving. Like, I remember um, at Disney, at um, Typhoon Lagoon, they used to have a shark tank that you can snorkel across. Mm. And I would hear my breathing and I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. I was not a big fan. Yeah, I've been scuba diving, but only in the lake, not in the ocean where everything is out to get you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's things out to get you in a lake, too. Not like in the ocean, though. Mm, Probably not. Anyway, uh, though long before the myth of the Bermuda Triangle became popular, Bermuda had already earned a reputation as having an enchanted island. It was nicknamed the Devil's Islands by early... Sea travelers, frightened by the, blah, 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 frightened by the calls of keihau birds. That sounds Korean or Japanese. Keihau, <laughs> and the squeals of wild pigs that could be heard on shore. Even earlier than these tales was when Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Just kidding. In 1492. <laughs> Just kidding. He was sailing through the Bermuda Triangle, of course. On his first voyage to the New World, he reported that a great flame of fire crashed into the sea one night and that a strange light appeared in the distance a few weeks later. Yeah? Mm-hmm. He also wrote about a erratic compass readings. So, weird stuff was happening, even yeah. with Christopher Columbus. Way Christopher later. Columbus was a weird stuff, though. Yeah. To be fair. <laughs> yeah. True that. Way later, the Bermuda Triangle would later earn a reputation as a dead zone for planes and ships after a string of unexplained dis- disappearances happened in the 20th century. Fox. Mm. Not Fox. There are... There were stories of ships that were discovered completely abandoned for no apparent reason. Other ships transmitted no distress signals 
and were never seen or heard from again. An example of this was during the tragedy that occurred in March 1918 when the USS Cyclops, a 542 feet long Navy cargo ship over 300 men and 10 ton, wait, 10,000 tons of manganese ore aboard. How funny is it that it was named the Cyclops too? I know. Like it's I already even, named a weird name. Yeah, I can't even take it serious. I know. Like, of course, the Cyclops went missing. That sounds fake as fuck. Yeah. It wasn't even a ship. It was <laughs> yeah, a fake ship. You guys are just, like, making stuff up now to be like, yeah, don't don't run through there. That's not where we're running drugs, guys. Nope. Nope. Don't not even at all. look at that part of the ocean. There's nothing there. Yeah. The USS Cyclops disappeared somewhere between Barbados and Chesapeake. Oh, my gosh. I knew this was going to fuck me up. Chesapeake Bay. Uh, what makes the disappearance of the Cyclops so strange was that the ship never sent out an SOS distress call despite being equipped to do so, and an extensive search found no wreckage. The USS President Woodrow Wilson later said, Only God in the sea knows what happened to the great ship. But was it so great? I mean, it had a weird name. Yeah, it only had one eye. It only had one eye, yeah. I mean, yeah. In 1941, two of Cyclops' sisters' uh, ships similarly vanished without a trace along nearly the same route. So, whole three ships. I like that we know about this, but we're just like, oh, just keep sending shit in there. See what happens. Yeah. Some stuff makes it out. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. We have like a 50-50 chance. Yeah. I would not I think it's a little bit better than 50-50. Yeah. But still. Not great. Yeah. Um. Also, I must, I totally have traveled through the Bermuda Triangle. I'd had to have. I went to um, the Bahamas and I came from. Um, it's a little bit further port, out than that, according to this map. Port something. Port St. Joe? No. Um, maybe it's not port. Up there. Yeah. Port. Oh. So. Uh, uh, port uh, Canaveral. So look, look, look. On here, it kind of starts like here. Right after the Bahamas. Ah. And go, sorry, I took my mic away. But yeah, it's like that out here because Bermuda's way over here somewhere. Yeah, but it starts. It starts like here. Oh. Well, no, I had to because it went up, right? It went up. So yeah, you went a little bit through it. Yeah, I went through it. Yeah. And you didn't die. I didn't die. So you've been through the Bermuda Triangle and you didn't die. Wow. I. They probably wouldn't want to announce that just in case some shit happened. I was like, why didn't the cruise ship say something about that? That would have been so cool. Right. Be like, you are currently going through the Bermuda Triangle. That might cause panic. Yeah. I wonder if that's what happened to all the other ships and the people just lost their shit. Maybe. People were like, There was like announcements. Like some pilot was like, we're going through the Bermuda Triangle, y'all. And everyone was just like, ah. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe, maybe, And that's what actually happened. Mass panic. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I wasn't there. Also, aircraft have been reported to have vanished in the Bermuda Triangle. Then, to top it off, rescue missions that to uh, rescue missions to have what in the fuck am I trying to say in this thing? Okay, let me just not read my notes. So, aircraft have been reported to go missing in the Bermuda Triangle. Then, when the uh, rescue mission planes went into the Bermuda Triangle, they vanished also. 
There we go. One of these examples happened in December 1945. Uh, five Navy bombers carrying 14 men took off from Fort Lauderdale, Florida airfield to conduct a routine overwater na- navigational training flight. But when the compass started to malfunction, the leader of the mission, known as Flight 19, got severely lost. It is assumed that all five planes flew aimlessly until they ran low on fuel and were forced to ditch at sea. That same day, a rescue plane and its 13-man crew also disappeared. After a massive weeks-long search failed to turn up any evidence, the official Navy report declared that it was as if they had flown to Mars. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's interesting. That's, that's super overdramatic, too. No, no, no. I think that's a really interesting choice of words. Oh, yeah. Isn't it? It is. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Now that we know what we know. Yeah. In 2024 versus 1940-something. Yeah. I think it was as if, as if they flew to Mars. We're not saying that we already know that aliens exist and they might have gotten abducted. Yeah. But it's as if they flew to Mars. Hmm. Hmm, I wonder how that happened. Interesting. Even with these disappearances, marine time insurance leader Lloyd's of London does not recognize the Bermuda Triangle <laughs> as an especially hazardous place. That's and hilarious. Neither does the U.S. Coast Guard, which says in a review of many aircraft and vessel losses in the area over the years, there has been nothing discovered that would indicate the ca- that casualties were the result of anything other than physical causes I think it's bogus though to contradict this paranormal writers have blamed the Bermuda Triangle's disaster on everything from aliens Atlantis sea monsters to time warps and reverse gravity fields whereas more scientifically minded theorists have pointed to magnetic Anomalies. Oh my gosh, that's another word. Anomalies. Anomalies. There we go. Woo! Water sprouts. Water sprouts. (laughs) Yeah, water sprouts. That's what you say. Water spouts? Spouts. Like tornadoes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I put an R in there. That's what. (laughs) I was like, why does it sound like Miss Sprouts, like Professor Sprouts from Harry (laughs) Potter? I'm super confused because there's no R. Water spouts. There we go. Or huge eruptions of methane. 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 Oh my gosh. Methane. Methane. I know these words. I promise you guys I do. Cows toot methane. Yeah. Methane gas from the ocean floor. So let's start with the more logical theories. Those are boring. I know. Boring. A theory of the disappearances in the Bermuda Triangle is rogue waves. A rogue wave is an unusually large and unpredictable swell of water, typically twice as tall as the waves around it. There we go. Got it. A few years ago, scientists at the University of Southampton in England claimed that the waters of the Bermuda Triangle were especially ripe for rogue waves due to storms moving in from all sides. Some of the waves could reach 100 feet in height. And if you're having trouble imagining that, just go watch the movie Poseidon. But that doesn't explain the airplanes. No, not the airplanes. Other theorists, though, blame magnetic fields for the confusion that sailors and pilots seem to have while at sea. The Bermuda Triangle is 
one of two places on the Earth where a compass will point to true north instead of the magnetic north. While true north is a fixed point where lines of longitude uh, converge on a map, magnetic north is constantly shifting. It's the point on Earth's surface where the magnetic field points directly downward. So since the Earth moves, it I think mm. it's because it's like on the axis. Yeah. Axis. Mm-hmm. It changes. Yeah. So it messes people up. It's the axis of where the magnet is, not where the actual physical North Pole is. Yes. Like where you could stand on it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Next theory is water sprout. Spouts. <laughs> not sprouts. Mm-hmm. They just sprout up out of the water. They just <laughs> come straight from the bottom. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Next theory is water Spouts. According to NASA, water spouts are spinning columns of moist air that form over warm water. Akin to a torna- tornado in the ocean, water spouts can feature wind speeds. Hello? <laughs> Wait, I don't think it's catching it. I need to get the microphone over there. My cat's freaking out at the front door. He's yelling. He's like, Hello? Yeah, okay. Back. To the thing. Water sprouts. Yeah, water sprouts or spouts, whichever one. Akin to a tornado in the ocean, water spouts can feature winds speeds of up to 125 miles per hour. Because the Atlantic Ocean off the coast of Florida is one of the most active areas in the world for the, this severe weather phenomenon. Phenomenon. Do, 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 do. Some have proposed that they could be responsible for the Bermuda Triangle disasters, that that would explain planes and boats. Yep. 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 Now, let's move on to the more interesting theories. Yes. That's why we're actually here. as far as like physical ones too, I think they say like there's a lot of uh, disappearances in this area, but also I think there's just a lot of disappearances with the ocean period because it's real good at hiding shit. Yeah. We don't even know what's down there. Yeah. Yeah. We know more about the moon than the ocean. Yeah. So okay. like, <laughs> yeah, all those people's bodies are probably right in plain sight if we could hold our breath. Yeah. But we can. Or if we can go deep enough because obviously. You will explode. <laughs> yeah, we'll explode. <laughs> Sorry, it's not funny. <laughs> okay. So, theory number one. Atlantis. One of my favorite little movies and places ever. Yeah. Anyway, the mystical island nation mentioned by the ancient Greek ancient Greek philosopher Plato has been a source of fascination for centuries. According to Plato, Atlantis was an advanced civilization with wit, uh, with great technology and agriculture. Nope, not architecture. The other word. Probably agriculture, too. Yeah, probably a little bit of both. Achievements. However, due to its greed and corruption, the gods punished Atlantis by sinking it into the sea, leaving no trace behind. How did Plato know about it, then? I don't know. It's like uh, Captain Jack. (laughs) They're like, he left none alive. It's like, oh, who told the story? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Who the hell told you, then? (laughs) Yeah. Obviously, one person survived. Someone was alive to tell what had happened. Yeah, pretty much. It was it was Noah and his ark. Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, my gosh. What? Noah. What about Noah? You know, I never, ever put Atlantis and Noah together. Oh. Until why? just now. When I was like, oh, my God, we have multiple stories about people being flooded. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a thing. Shock. Uh, of course. Wait, 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 wait. Nope. The link between Atlantis and the Bermuda Triangle rests on the possibility that Atlantis possessed advanced technology far ahead of its time, leading to the belief that the remnants of the civilization could be responsible for the unexplained phenomenon within the Bermuda Triangle. Pass. Pass. I don't like that one. Yeah. Well, I don't this think one, that's true. I think this is going to be yours. <laughs> of course, aliens yes. are included on this list. Especially with that Christopher Columbus shit. What? What? A yeah. fucking flaming ball in 1492? Bitch, how? Yeah. It could be a meteor, I guess. <gasps> what if there's like some sort of weird fissure there that's shooting like magma up? Ooh. Like a volcano. Um, I feel like we would have found it already. We can't find shit in the fucking ocean. We thought there was a fucking submarine that had exploded for like uh, days. We were like, they're out of oxygen, but we can hear still hear, still hear the tink tinks. No, we cannot. We can't hear shit. We don't know what's going on down there. I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like we'd be able to find an island if there was a stationary place. Do you remember when that little girl's ocean? boyfriend was at his parents' house, and they still the police were still like, we can't find him. The police can't find anything. Humans are terrible at finding things. Okay, I'm you gonna... just think that because you're a Hufflepuff. I am. And a you're like, we'd be able to see that. <laughs> no. Yeah. You'd be able to see that. Regular folk would be I'm like. a great finder. What? <laughs> it's 500,000 million square miles? I'm not looking. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it has many planes and boats. and They go down if they go over it. <laughs> yeah, true. So who's going to tell the story? True, true, true. Bum, bum, bum. Anyway. But it's definitely aliens. For aliens. Sure. Yeah. Theorists sure. theorist believe that aliens use the Bermuda Triangle as a portal to our planet. There, they gather the people and technology that they need to conduct their research on our species. Especially if you think about how close to the Aztecs and the Egyptians the Bermuda Triangle is. It's right on their latitude. It's all right there. All these people who, like, super duper obviously had otherworldly help Yeah. on shit. Yeah. You're like, how'd you build that pyramid? And they're like, shh, we don't know. Well, don't obviously, the guy from Coral Castle knew the secrets of the pyramids. Dun, dun, dun. It's aliens. Yeah. And um, he was there, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. These theories explained why many of the ships and planes that go down in the Bermuda Triangle are never recovered. Because it is pretty shallow area, too. Like, that area... The Bahamas and stuff, the water, I mean. It's deep. It's not, not like deep. the middle of the Pacific. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like Titanic. Right. Deep. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like the very middle of the ocean. So that's what always gets me about the Bermuda Triangle is when they find no fucking trace. Yeah. At all. I'm yeah. like, that seems unlikely because there are a lot of small like archipelagos there. And um, yeah, there's just a lot of like sandbar level type islands yeah and so there's not a lot of places to fully sink things like yeah you're not stuff shouldn't be fully submerged big no. old freaking you know I jet they, carriers i think they would be submerged not always no no maybe not always but yeah. no I, I definitely think that there's places that are deep enough that you wouldn't be able to see it from above the water yeah but there are lots, a lot of places that aren't, too. And, like, smaller crafts that go missing, those always wig me out. Yeah. Because the smaller crafts aren't going that deep. I don't know. Because they don't have enough fuel. I don't know. Like, you can't take, like, a 
pontoon boat across the ocean. It's not going to work. No. You're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. People, their pontoon boats will go missing. And I'm like, okay, but the pontoon boat's like five feet tall. And the water's only three feet deep. <laughs> but I'm totally not falling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it seems like shallow water to me. And it's odd oh. to me. Well, I mean, I was in a cruise so ship. So many things would go missing. It wasn't that. It was very, very deep. Well, they dig channels through, too. Mm, No, I don't think so. Yeah, they do. They dig channels underwater Mm. for big boats, especially going into ports. Well, like into ports, but like not in the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, yeah. But you didn't go all the way out. I don't know. We went pretty far out. I didn't see any uh, land, for sure. (laughs) And I feel like once you don't see land, it's really deep. Yeah. Well, no, though. It doesn't, it's not necessarily, like, 20 feet deep is not that deep. 20 feet deep, it's, no, it's not that deep. Right, but I'm saying is, like, that's still, you can't see the bottom. Oh. Or land. I'm, I'm, you're still losing here. (laughs) I just feel like, for the amount of ships and the size of the ships that are going missing in this area, the fact that so many of them have no fucking trace of them. Well, I mean, they do Seems find not. ships. They do find some, but not all of them. Yeah. And that, to me, is crazy. Like, you got, like, an Apple tag on there? No, they don't have an Apple tag on it. The, yeah, it they do. It was before Apple tag. No, these days they do, and there's still shit going missing. Okay. Also, though, definitely aliens. Yeah. Like, for sure. Yeah. For sure, people getting abducted up out of there. Yeah. They're flying to Mars. Yeah. Like, for sure. Those pilots are in Mars. I just Actually, they might be dead by now because that was the 19-somethings, 40s. Know, that is very interesting that they said it that way. Yeah. Like, I find that very fascinating. I want to go back through, like, all the old military stuff now and be like, all right, wh- when did they allude to shit? Now it's like rereading a book and you know what happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Any hoozle. Yeah, Professor Quirrell looks very suspicious now. <laughs> now that I'm reading the book again. Why is this white man wearing a turban? That is odd. <laughs> Why is George and Fred throwing snowballs at the back of the turban? Yeah. Huh. Huh. <laughs> That's weird. <sighs> All right. Thank you for listening. We release a new episode every Monday. So roll one and meet us back here next week for more spooky and witchy shit. In the meantime, check out our Instagram, the Spooky Stoners podcast. That is stoners with three Zs. If you'd like to contact us about your personal true crime or paranormal story, or if there's a subject you would like us to cover, you can email us at the spooky stoners podcast at gmail.com. Again, that is stoners with three Z's. So we will see you next Monday. And in the meantime, smoke on spooky stoners. I can like hear my teeth clacking when I talk and it's so annoying. It's (laughs)